Yo, what's going on, gang? I know it's been a hot second, but as always, I'm not going anywhere, and I'm back with a cool little interview for you guys. This is something different. This is not the normal, you know, solo rant that I do. It's not the normal uh, interview setting where I'm personally interviewing a guest. Instead, uh, you know, the lights are, are switched on a little different here, so I will actually be getting interviewed. <laughs> How does that sound? Sounds pretty sweet, right? So this is something I've been working on personally and thinking about for the past couple months. Uh, I've been conducting interviews and uh, I actually compiled a couple of them that I'm willing to deploy out here on this platform that I found would be very valuable and to really just show love and appreciation for those who took time out to reach out to me and uh, want me on their show. So this is just a cool way to dive into a little bit more about me, how I think about things, you know, my personal perspectives and as always, right, giving you value so you can level up in your careers and in life. And I thought this would be a cool way to do so. And I really, really can't wait for you guys to check it out and listen to it. Uh, this is an interview I conducted with a guy named Joshua. He has a podcast called the Gears and Grind podcast. Um, but with that being said, I hope you guys all enjoy this interview. And let me know what you guys think in the comments, either on my Instagram, which you can follow me at DeAndre underscore Evans. That's D-A-N-D-R-E underscore E-V-A-N-S. And again, if this is your first time tuning into the show, feel free to subscribe. Let me know what you guys think. You can leave a rating and review on iTunes or if you on Stitcher, you can go ahead and do the same. Uh, but let's go ahead and dive into this cool interview that I've done. Check it out. today's podcast i have deandre evans deandre do you mind just introducing yourself to my audience and telling them what you're about yeah you know just just how awesome you are <laughs> well i would i would say all that i'm okay i'm an average guy but i greatly appreciate you you know for for allowing me to come onto your show man definitely excited about it i know we've been in contact for a while now and try to orchestrate this thing so i appreciate you for that and again, my name is DeAndre Evans. I am a top 20 business podcast host. My podcast name is Level Up Daily. I interview social celebrities, influencers, entrepreneurs all across the world, basically curating their stories and bringing value to a mass audience across pretty much all verticals. Honestly, to do a little backspin here, I didn't have the foundation set, as many people may claim I have, a couple months ago. I would say about 20 months ago when I got into podcasting, um, had no idea what I was doing at all. <laughs> and I'm still figuring things out along the way to be very cheerful. But I had no idea what I was doing. I didn't even know that I wanted to do podcasts. And I think what happened was I was listening to podcasts because I do enjoy it. I am like an auditory learner. And I was listening to yeah. a podcast by Gary Vee, right? And, exactly. Yes. And I'm pretty sure everybody knows who Gary Vee is. He's the man, right? He He does a lot. He actually built the foundation for a lot of things to come. So uh, he mentioned a cool app called Anchor, and he was telling people, you know, you know, Anchor is a dope app. You should check it out. It's free. You know, we got this going on. And he called me at the very sentence of it's free. So as <laughs> soon as he said yeah, that, yeah. I was like, bet, I'm about to hop on here. Yeah, I had Go like ahead. no idea, again, what I was doing. So I basically listened to a few little samples of other people's podcasts, see what they're about. And I just had a cell phone, man, which I still have at this time. I still hold it like cherish it on the side. I have an old mm. iPhone 5, right, along with a wow. pair of, uh, I know, right? It's like, wait, dude, you're way outdated. I still have this thing along with a pair of headphones that I use, which is the Apple iPod headphones that came with it. And, yeah. man, I just sat down and I just started talking. Like, I had no vision truly to really, like, blow up this thing and get this ball moving. I just wanted to test the waters and see what it was about. 
And, you know, to be honest, within the first week or so, things went totally left than what I expected. I had well over 5,000 plus listeners tuning in. People said, yo, I love this podcast. You know, where have you been all my life type of thing? You know, just really enjoying it. So I started to find, you know, enjoyment in it and develop like a passion for it. You know, I really started to fall in love with the process of podcasting. So that's really how the, the back end of that started. And now to this day, about 20 months later, I'm interviewing, you know, world-class entrepreneurs, again, celebrities, influencers, people that a lot of, usually a lot of people look up to in a sense, especially in the business world. That's yeah. what I usually cater to. So like Timothy Sykes, I just had him on, Jason yeah. Stone, Millionaire Mentor, Daniel Lombard, right? Alex mm-hmm. Wolf, and just a plethora of other people who actually are selling in their, their fields. Speaking about the episodes that you do, my favorite episode was actually on James Worthy. <laughs> nice. <laughs> that was, I was like, okay. And then, you know what, speaking about your journey, what you were able to do for me is that I was able to actually take, take your podcast as a reference and say, okay, I actually want to get here one day. So what do I have to do to first get in contact with you and then just being able to learn from you and learn from other people? I listened to, you know, the Ben Shapiro podcast. I listened to the Joe Rogan podcast. Just, and just to get a feel of, of what it was like to actually, to actually listen to a podcast and what that felt like and then try to mimic that for my own it didn't really work out so well <laughs> but no you're on it dude look listen you got me yeah. on your show dude it is working you're doing yeah. something right you know yeah. and I, I appreciate you for you know just tuning in and showing love to the podcast but you know you have a foundation you have it set yeah. you understand the principles of it and you know it's all a learning curve like yeah. you know you don't have to be perfect to get started you just have to get started you know in order to be great type of thing so dude you're well on your way like i'm excited for you yeah. i can't wait to see what you do and I look forward to it. Okay, so leading into my first question, sorry, how do, how do you value action and just taking action on an idea? I, I really believe that, you know, a very, very small percentage of the, of the global population actually mm-hmm. takes action to get mm-hmm. what they want. Yeah, you know, absolutely. Even when it's hard and it's difficult and it's stressful and just being able to, to kind of have that resolve within yourself and say, look, I want this, I want this. I've been praying for it for however long. And God opens the door and then he kind of wants you to walk through. But you're like, no, I want it to be easier. No, <laughs> it's not going to be any easier because right. what's, what's the point, right? Yeah, man. Action is everything, right? It's really the foundation of your growth on how you actually get from point A to point B, whether you got a fast car or a slow car. You mm. still have to get in the fucking car to go, mm. right? Mm. So in order to carry out a positive action, you must develop a positive vision. Mm. And actions really facilitate the method of elimination. And within that, you know, you start to create these habits that lead you to success. So once you start to take that chance, even if it's small, a lot of people like to, you know, see the end goal and be like, yo, I need to make a million dollars. How do I get there? Mm. But they try to skip over the small, you know, successes that they have. Mm. Like, listen, you either quit your job and you started your side hustle, clap Mm. it up for yourself, Mm. you know, or. You know, you just got into this relationship with a significant other and you're starting to build and now you guys are building a business together. Like, clap it up. Like, don't Mm. skip over, you know, the small things that actually is going to help align you to the bigger end goal. So you just can't just take one action, you know, make one attempt and call it a day because that's what a lot of people do. They'd be like, yo, Dre, I tried this. It didn't work. And then I'd be like, wait, what what did you try? They'd be like, I tried everything. I'd be like, okay, so tell me, what exactly did you try? Mm-hmm. And, they, and they tell me, they were like, well, I did, I did this one thing where I got on the phone, I, I called a few people that didn't answer. I'm like, okay, did you call again? They're like, mm-hmm. 
<laughs> I'll be like, why? Yeah. You know, I'd be like, why? Why would you give yeah. up on the first attempt? Yeah. And that's what a lot of people end up doing. So you really just have to determine, you know, what you need to take action on yeah. and the chances you need to make. And you need to know who you're hanging around as well as, you know, that's a part of the factor within your action. Because when you start to cultivate a team around you, it yeah. starts to cultivate who you are as a person and you start to build confidence. You know, you start to want to do more in life when you get around yeah. positive people. I don't know about you, but I love hanging around positive people. People yeah. just want to do great things, you know, and have a good time versus like the negative Nancy's, the little broke Bob's yeah. in the corner, right? <laughs> <laughs> like that's, that's too much, man. I'm not trying to hang with them because they're already skeptical in their mind of what success is. Yeah. And they're not willing, like they can coach you all day. Yeah. They can tell you, hey, you should try this. You should do this. And you're looking at them, you're like, bro, you're not even doing, <laughs> you're not even doing anything yeah. you're telling me to do. Why would I listen to you? And that's what yeah. you got to be careful about, especially with these fake gurus out here, especially on social media. Yes. Um, you know, that's, <laughs> you got to be careful on that, man. Uh, a lot of people are going to tell you one thing and say, yo, you know, you should do this. You can do this. And they have no track history <laughs> of any success at all. You know, yeah. any success or growth so you, or anything, right? Exactly. So you just got to be aware of that. One of the best things that I ever read in the past couple of months was, was actually from Warren Buffett. And somebody actually asked him, why aren't people doing, doing what you're doing? And, and, and why aren't they reaping the rewards like, like you are? And mm. he's like, yeah, I get rich slow. Take my time. I enjoy the process. I have intention. Every decision that I make ha- is, has intention. I actually watched a documentary on Warren Buffett. Mm-hmm. And this guy lives out in the Midwest in, in like... Omaha, Nebraska, right? Basically away from Wall Street. I was like, I was like, how I was like, how's one of the richest guys on the planet? And he's in finance of and, and investing away from Wall Street. Yeah, because yeah, he drives a Cadillac, dude, and lives in the same house and he has values. Yeah. That's what it comes down to. Like yeah. he understands what he value and it's not really the money, even though he has a large amount of it, right? Just enormous yeah. buku amount of money. But he knows himself as a person and what he values and also the principles that he set probably early on that got him to where he is. Because there was actually a thing with Warren, too, where he bought, uh, I want to say, Coca-Cola. And with that, you know, he kept everything the same, the layout, the functionalities, right, how they run their business. And most people would actually go against it and try to, like, upgrade it and do something dramatic and catastrophic. Right. But he understood that, hey, I don't have to change anything, you know, that's already working. And that's what a lot of people tend to do they try to fix some shit that doesn't need to be fixed like you're perfect the way you are who you are is what's really going to get you to where you want to be and he took awareness of that and only thing he did as far as changing within coca-cola is raise the price by one penny right really just one penny so (laughs) just imagine how much money is already being generated right within coca-cola but now just add an extra penny to it and you just fucking like quadruple yeah. even more instead of making a whole dollar change, right? Yeah. It's, it's a science. It's a mind science to it. But he was very aware early on, man. He just understood himself and understood the proposition of things. So Warren is definitely the man at that. What do you think about building a team? And I know that you spoke about that a little, a little bit earlier. And you were, saying, yeah. you were saying that, you know, finding people that, that, you, can, that, you, could, that, that you can roll with and run with mm-hmm. and just being able to, to, to work with. So, so what does that really mean to you, just, just on a personal level? Because for me, one of the big questions that I've had, I've had this year and I've been asking a lot of people is, what does it mean to actually build a team? What does it mean to kind of get people around you that are yeah. like-minded and, and that want to, and, and that aren't willing to go for a fast book, but are willing to go slow and be intentional and spend the next 20 to 30 years yeah. and still enjoy the process, right? 
Yeah, and man, it's everything. You know, I look at it like the Justice League, right? You got Superman, you got Batman, Wonder Woman, you got all these great people who are, you know, strong in their own right. They bring mm. something to the table. And within that, they understand their position. It's not mm. like one person's trying to step on the other just because mm. one can fucking fly and the other can only swim, you know? Yeah. Like, yeah. it's really about building that social capital. And again, when you start to cultivate who's around you, it starts to build your character up. And I learned that the best insurance policy you can really have is the relationships that you build. And in that, when you start to build a team around you, you want to make sure that there are values set. You know, we understand each other's perspectives. We understand each other's goals. And you start to build upon each other's strengths instead of trying to narrow down each other's weaknesses and saying, hey, well, you're not good at that shit. You can't run with us. Instead, flip it and be like, oh, you're strong here at marketing. Okay, well, I'm great at branding. Oh, you're great at public speaking. Oh, you're good at, you know, closing deals. Like, you start to format your team, and within that, you got this Justice League. Mm-hmm. So building a team is very essential, especially to anyone's success, and I think that is the main main concept a lot of people miss. You know, everybody think they can do it on their own. Yeah. <laughs> like, you can't do this shit on your own. Like, as bad as I know you want to do this <laughs> on your own, and you want to fucking take nope. off and be like, yeah, I'm the man. I did it by myself. Or I'm the chick. I'm the boss chick. You know, I did this. Nope. But you got to learn how to put your ego to the side and leave it at mm-hmm. the door. To be very honest with you, I know a lot of guys who want to run with different groups, whether it's me, different team, whatever, and their ego mm-hmm. is just in a way. They're a great person. Don't mm-hmm. get me wrong. They might have a great skill set, great talents, but mm-hmm. their ego is blocking them from receiving the blessings that they really want. And that's something that you have to do a self-check on. And when you yeah. start to leave your ego at the door, more doors end up opening for you, yeah. you know, and you start to become an asset to everything you're involved in versus a liability. You know what? I actually, I actually get asked a, a lot nowadays, or at least a couple of times a year to actually write a business plan for people. And I'm like, and I'm like, you know what? My first rule is what's your team like? Do you work alone or do you work with other people? Are they good people? Right. right. Do, do you want your business to succeed? Do you want it? Do you want it to grow? Right. Exactly. And, and and you know what? And one of the guests that I've had on before, um, she approached me about about working on her business for her. Right. And mm-hmm. and I said I said to her, you know what? Like you literally cannot do it alone because you're gonna end up frustrated. You're gonna end up burnt out, and, and you're not gonna want to do it anymore. Right. Mm-hmm. So it's it's better to it's better to find people who are different from you, but still have that same goal to succeed. Yeah. You know, Absolutely. And, and I really, really like that Justice League analogy. That was perfect. <laughs> yeah, man. It just, it just happens. Sometimes I don't know what I'm saying. <laughs> it, it just comes out. But no, very important to build a culture around, you know, similar beliefs, same values, principles, all that. Because it just makes the, the job more, not just easy, but more enjoyable. Everybody wants to be happy. Like, I don't want to work with a sad-ass coworker. You know, mm-hmm. someone is just angry all the time or depressed mm-hmm. all the time, you know. You want to surround yourself with positivity because mm. it starts to flourish off and it generates this aura around everyone. And now just imagine everybody on your team making money. Now you guys are taking group trips. You're in fucking Greece, you know, yeah. you're in Italy, you're no, you're in Mexico. Like you're everywhere you want to be and you're doing it with a team. Like ultimately that's a lot of people's end goal. Like they want a team to build with, you know, but they, they don't end up getting it because again, ego being the way. I mean, the self-centered, you know, self-esteem, doubt. There's just an endless amount of things that hold a lot of people back from success. But a team is definitely crucial in developing that that portion of it. You know what? I really just want to know, do you believe that success comes from failure? 
Yeah, man. Success is a form of it. Like, in order to succeed, you have to fail in order to really understand it. That's just on a deeper level because you really can't succeed without failing because you really don't know what that really is, you know? It's just like if you're riding a bike for the first time. You hop on a bike, you're little as fuck, you're probably like three or four, right? <laughs> and it's the part where we got the training wheels. Like, you can ride with the training wheels and you can have success, right? Because you got mom back and you got dad back and they're pushing you. But once mm. they take the training wheels off <laughs> and they, they are not behind you anymore and you're fucking wobbling down the block and you're trying to maintain and hold up and you end up falling, that's both a form of failure and success, mm. right? Because not only did you fall down, okay, you might have got a little scratch and a bruise, but now you understand, okay, the fucking training wheels are off. I have to focus. I have to balance and I have to understand and see where I'm going. And within that, you start to pick up a rhythm. You know, you start to become aware of what's going on ahead of you. And within that, you start to learn, okay, now that I'm going by myself, I can do this by myself. I'm seeing other kids and boys and girls doing it. Okay, they can do it. That means I can do it, right? And you start to build this confidence in your mind, even though what you thought you needed was the crutch, which is the wheels, you don't need anymore. And that's basically the failure part that's ending you. And you're actually proceeding to go into the success mode. I firmly believe that resiliency is really needed, especially when you fail and just being like, you know what? This mm-hmm. sucks. It really sucks. How can I make sure that this, that this failure doesn't happen in the same way mm-hmm. again? And how, can I, and how can I learn from that failure so that I can, I can help somebody else down the line or, or, if, or if another situation comes up that I know how to handle exactly. it? Exactly. I heard this great quote and I actually kept repeating it for the better part of a year. And I said, you know what? There really is no such thing as failure. Yeah. It's just about how you view it, right? right? And absolutely. And I understand exactly. Like that concept yeah. is, is strong too, because yes, you can take that approach and say, yo, it's not no such thing as failure because you learn from everything is growth. You know, you're going to, you're going to bump your head on things. But if you really take a step back, you know, let's just imagine if you did everything, if you know, you can do everything perfectly on the first attempt, would you do it? You know exactly. what I'm saying? Like, you'll be like, no, I know I can, I can fucking shoot the basketball from half court easily if I know I like I wouldn't attempt it like you would not do it mm-hmm. but in in essence you start to learn you know okay if I do do this and I go and take down this path there's a possibility that it may be a dead end or maybe it may be a roadblock or I may hit this little bump in the road but you never know until you get there so you know failure mm-hmm. is is a part of the game and it's not to say yo if you're failing it's the end of the world no, if you fail, you learn and grow from it, and it actually pushes you ahead versus those who don't even attempt to take action and jump off the cliff to even find out if they can fly, you know? Because we can sit all day and imagine, like, yo, it'd be dope if, you know, this podcast blew up overnight, right? We can sit and talk about it all the time. But if we don't put action behind it, if you, if you don't believe you can do it, then you won't even obtain the success. It'll be a failure. You know, it'll be a failure idea. I guess you could put it that way. Because yeah. we can sit and talk all day. Yeah. And a lot of people do tend to do yeah. that. Like, yo, did it be awesome if we can get all kinds of celebrities on this podcast? Or, you know, we can get XYZ to interview us or get this shout out here or make money doing this mm-hmm. and making thousands of dollars per episode. But if you're just sitting down discussing it amongst your homeboys and your homegirls and that's all it is, then that's a fail. Yeah, it's, you know? <laughs> it's not going to do any, do any good exactly. in your head. And you know what? I have a huge confession. Mm-hmm. So, like, I used to be that way where I used to think a lot of my head. And you know what? I had to take time from myself and just, just be like, okay, I want to be successful. I have to stop 
you know, having stuff in my head and start writing stuff down and actually start doing stuff and start working on my podcast and start working on all these things that I want to do and, and to reach my goals. And, you know, just it's kind of been a huge transition for me instead of going from a visionary mm-hmm. to, to someone who is very much all about the details, but I still have a portion of my brain that's still, and, and I'm still looking six months, a year ahead, two mm-hmm. years ahead. But at the same time, I need to be here in the present and see, you know, what, what do I have to do? Do I have to write a business plan? Who do I have to right. call? What do I, what do yeah, I need, you're right? you're going through the trials and tribulations. You're testing, you know, you're testing everything. Yeah. And you're getting the, in the sense of tasting as well. And that's what I encourage a lot of people to do. Like, yo, taste everything, you know, experiment with everything. Yeah. Like, ask people who succeeded if, if they're willing to reach out to help and, and start where they are. And if not, you know, you figure it out along the way. You know, it's not that it's a bad thing because you had to start from zero. We all have to start somewhere. We all have to run our own mm-hmm. race. Um, but you just have to continue to find your own pace in it. Failure is not a step backward. Let me clear that and make sure people understand, especially mm-hmm. those tuning in. Failure is not a step backward. Mm-hmm. It's actually an excellent stepping stone to success. Right. Like we never learn mm-hmm. to move out of our own comfort zone. We don't you know, overcome our fear of failure doing so. And the most progressive companies deliberately seek out employees with track records reflecting both failure and success, right? A lot of people don't know that. They think, you know, you got a resume. It's all beautiful and glorified. You got pink fucking fonts, right? You got flowers everywhere. It's different mm-hmm. than other covers. Everything's nice. But they're looking for the failure and success because they understand someone who survived failure has gained a irreplaceable knowledge and an unstoppable mm-hmm. preserving it like presidents on you know overcoming exactly drive, that hardship too. exactly so what are your thoughts on on ideas and, and and really having an idea and and kind of just cultivating that idea into something that can be executed at least on a small scale yeah. and just ideas man yeah. it's it's power and idea dude <laughs> it really is yeah if someone else can develop a life-changing or work-changing idea why can't you or i do the same thing like many of us have been taught from a young age to be humble. You know, humility is seen as the mecca of values. And I do think Mm. humility can be a powerful personal trait and a leader, but Mm. only, Mm. you know, as long as it doesn't mean that the person devalues himself or herself, right? Like Mm. if humility means that you don't see yourself or your values as having the potential to be of value to other people, then not only have you robbed yourself of your own potential, but ultimately you robbed other people the value you can offer to them. You know, you're being a disservice to them. And once you, you know, start to notice that and consistently start to dive into that a little bit more, people tend to doubt themselves. And I think that's what happens when you have great ideas. <laughs> like you ever had a great idea, but like, yo, I think I can start this company and by, you know, three months we can be booming here. I mean, it'd be like Uber or something. But you doubt yeah. yourself, you'd be like, mm, I don't really think so. And then what happens is we tend mm. to go to family and friends. And this is where shit gets tricky. <laughs> start to go to family and friends mm. and you start to tell them about your idea. And, you know, the bad part about it is that when you begin to share your vision with non-visionaries, you know, it blocks the blessing that's really meant for you. You ever just talk to someone and you'd be like, yo, I got this idea. And they'd be like, well, you thought about this or maybe that wouldn't work because John tried that. That didn't go as well as planned, you right? Or, you know, or this person tried, I don't think you should do it. Or, you know, they start to create this scarcity mindset. And, and it's so contagious, yeah. especially amongst, you know, as a kid, as a, within our culture, you know, when you're growing up and you start to say, hey, don't do that. Don't do this. They're always yelling, no, sit down, right? <laughs> There's always mm-hmm. like a control vice on you. 
And, and so it, it starts to create this mindset of like knowing, hey, I can't do this without your approval. And that's not the case. Like doubt kills so many yeah. dreams, man. It, it's sickening. But, you know, it, it just comes a point in time where we just have to identify, again, our purpose and our passions and being able to take that to the next level. A lot of people seem to think that a great idea always comes from someone else. And that's not the case. A lot of great ideas come to you. And I don't really tend to push like religion on anyone. And I know you probably hear me say it in my show as well, but you know, God give you a vision for a reason, right? The idea that you have, the power of that idea is sent to you for a reason. You have that idea. And if you ever had the conversation between you, family, whoever, you know, this is disgusting, like, yo, they stole my idea, <laughs> right? Like I thought of that first, but the problem is though you may have had a blessing and the idea it was given to you, right? God sent, you mm. didn't do anything with it. So it kind of mm. goes back to that action point, right? Though you didn't mm. do anything mm. with it, God took that same idea, that same vision that you was blessed with and gave it to someone else who was going to do something mm. with it. And that's really the determining factor on a lot of things, especially when it comes to creating our own reality and stepping outside of ourselves. I actually listened to the sermon on YouTube. It's by Mike Todd from Transformation yeah. Church. He actually did a series on Mark. If you, ever, if you ever read the story of David and Saul and how, you know, Saul was king at the time and, and David was the up and coming guy, right? And he, was, and he was the guy who was everything and that Saul could have been. And what Mike Todd was saying was that, you know what, everybody's marked, mm -hmm. but you can get unmarked because you're not willing to do anything mm -hmm. with that blessing or you're stopping yourself from achieving mm -hmm. what God wants you to achieve or that vision that God's given you. And you're like, and you're like, no, it's too much, it's too yeah. expensive, or no, it, it doesn't make sense, mm -hmm. right? Absolutely. And just being able to, and just being able to realize that that you know what, everybody has a little bit of greatness in them. It's just, are you willing to to kind of dig deep and and kind of go through all the mess and the muck and the, through all that to find what you're mm -hmm. great at, and then and then pulling it out and saying, you know what, I want to build something that only I can build. I want to leave a legacy that's timeless, mm -hmm. and that people will, will not only remember me for. But that I can say, you know what, at the end of my life, I did, actually did mm -hmm. something. Right. And, you know, I think, that, I think that's a very huge it's, thing. Exactly, man. You're absolutely right. Like, it's, it's just understanding to carry out the idea all the way through from creation to completion. That's what it is. A lot of people mm -hmm. get stuck in the beginning. And if they get lucky, they may make it in the middle. And very few get to the mm -hmm. end and actually, you know, produce what they sought out in their mind. So in order mm -hmm. to actualize an idea, we have to believe that our values, or I should say our ideas have value, right? So you mm. have to believe that your idea have value. Don't degrade it, don't mm. downgrade it, and try to, you know, fit within the realm of someone else's idea on what your idea should mm. be, right? So in mm. order to generate a single great idea, you need to fill your mind with a lot of useful ideas. Mm. Before the mm. magical moment even happens, when you have like two or more ideas merge into like a powerful type of concept that you can then mm. leverage into something miraculous right so mm. is this you know carving out that time and space for ideas to grow and this is something i've been mm. big on personally where i've been taking time to myself to meditate and and for me mm. this is where a lot of ideas come to me you know pretty quickly you know i have this mm. this thing where i say certain things to myself early in the morning you know i meditate for an hour mm. or right before bed it's, 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 it just goes just like this and you mm. can take this as well anyone tuning in i would just simply say you know Everything that I need comes with speed, right? Is one of the things that I say to myself every single morning. 
is more than affirmation or a continuous abundance of immense wealth, success, money, and prosperity flows throughout my entire being in life at every single moment. And these are just mm. affirmations I, I start to wrap my mind around. And as I'm saying it, I start to visualize, you know, what I want and I start to attract mm. it. And then, you know, it happens within the realm of my ideas start to be created. Like, you know, I'm thinking, okay, I, I can start a podcast. Great. I got this going here. I got a business going here. I got other ventures going on. But what's going to be the, the main thing that turns this, you know, full circle? Like, how can I be of value to other people? How can I be an asset to other people, not a liability? How can I help others and not just myself type of thing? And that's what the mindset starts to shift into. You know what? A lot of the times I'm actually putting together a business plan for a headphone company, right? So every single day I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, okay, I need to kind of visualize things in my head. I've been thinking about it for almost over a year. And, and you know what? I'm, I'm like, you know what? I, I, bought, I bought like 10 or 12 headphones already and they've all broken. So I'm like, you know what? I've had enough. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to just build my own. <laughs> And, and just going from that place of just being bone scared about, about moving forward with the idea because I, I have no clue what I'm mm. doing. And to this point where, you know what, I'm, 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 actually, I'm actually visualizing what I want my headphones to look like and the steps I have to take to, to get there and thinking about it every day, every moment, and just trying to figure out how can I do this mm-hmm. better? How, how can I improve my idea every day so that when I'm testing and doing the prototype and everything and also asking other people, what they want to mm-hmm. see and then and then doing a survey and all that other stuff and and really trying to be able to bring value to other people not just myself i think that for me was a huge stepping stone and just being able to visualize my end goal but also the steps i needed to take to get to that end goal. Mm-hmm. absolutely man and it's, it's just a mindset thing you know you have your mind focused mm-hmm. on creating one of the greatest headphones and you're telling yourself okay what do i need to do to accomplish that Right. And that's that's another key thing. And I hope a lot of people can take, you know, this with with open arms, because like you have to start asking yourself the right questions. That's the trick. Right. Asking the right questions. Asking yourself, what do you need to do? How do you need to accomplish it? Who do you need to meet? Where do you need to go? What conference do you need to hit? Mm. You know, how can you get this to viewership out there? How can you start to maneuver your way into small stores, boutiques, you know, desktop areas you know like wherever is present as far as your your company your brand and your product or service that you're trying to promote and it's being a value right because again it goes back to the felon thing if you're not failing then you're not trying and you know you're living in the comfort zone somewhere and you have to learn how to expand out of that and going back to just understanding your mindset again playing around with those great ideas that you have just work with a sense of passion it's so important man work with a sense of passion and purpose and urgency and everything starts to you know flow towards you like don't worry about developing a great idea within a certain time frame like get that out your head like this don't worry about that don't stress yourself about that like who cares if it, it takes you until you're 30 40 50 60 70 you you, you fucking still accomplished it you know just mm-hmm. keep working as fast as you can with as much passion and purpose as you can muster right Remember, it takes months. It takes months to create a Rolls Royce <laughs> versus a Toyota Camry. Yeah. So, yeah, you know, true. you're, you're definitely in the, in the value state. And I was actually talking to a close friend of mine about this when it comes to obscurity. A lot of us want to be in the limelight. A lot of us want to be seen. A lot of us want to make it, right? We want to be, you know, the forefront of everything. But in, in times when you're behind closed doors is really where the magic happens. And I'm pretty sure you heard this before, but really, you know, you start to develop your character. You start to understand yourself. Mm-hmm. And during that time, that's when God really, like, 
understands the value of yourself, right? Because mm-hmm. like you, your, your value is way different. So if you're not in the limelight right now, it doesn't mean you never will be, right? Because when it's mm-hmm. time, when it's time, you know, God's going to move from the back of the line to the front of the line real quick. Mm-hmm. He's he going to do it with a snap of a finger, right? <laughs> He's going to be like, damn, I, that was just crazy. I was just talking to him on a podcast mm-hmm. about these headphones. And then, you know, a couple months later, a year later, two years, whatever, now I'm like, I'm up there with beats. I'm up there with, you know, mm-hmm. bows, right? You, you're at the mm-hmm. top of the top because you stay consistent, mm. you was passionate, you stay mm. focused on what you wanted to do and create. And, you know, you started to build your own open gateway and everything started to pour into you. So I say, man, you, you definitely on the right path with everything, like mindset wise, the relationships that you're, that you're building. It's another thing I say, definitely, you know, hold on to. A lot of people like to go for transaction and that's the biggest, the biggest downfall for a lot of success that I see. Uh, for a lot of people that's trying to aim for that top-notch spot, you know, because relationships mm-hmm. are definitely for the long run. You know, after that transaction, whether it was just me, you, or someone else, you know, we pay $100 here, $1,000, $10,000, whatever, whatever it is. After that's done, what else do you have? Not a whole lot, exactly. Not a whole You're looking for the next transaction <laughs> with someone else. Mm-hmm. You're like, wait, oh, shit, okay, I got paid, but I got to look for the next check. But let's say if you build mm-hmm. a relationship with someone close who – may be on the same wavelength as you as far as creating headphones Mm -hmm. and they may understand you know the business side of things and alleviate you from doing Mm -hmm. so and now you build a relationship with somebody who's able to help you you know get your brand out there and help promote it Mm -hmm. and now this relationship is built a solid foundation and you two are running together and that's when you start to build your justice league you know that's when Mm -hmm. you you superman Mm -hmm. he's batman now this shit's like who wants some? You know what I'm saying? It's like, who wants it? Like, ain't nobody messing with them too <laughs> right now. You bad man, Superman, like, you just running at it. And you got each other's back. And that's what, that's the importance of building relationships, man. It can take you to the next level and take you a lot further versus trying to be the flash and do it by yourself fast and easy. I know, know a little strapped for time, but my last question is, what is Skip Fridays? I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm really kind of curious. I, I've seen it around. I'm like, I'm like, I'll probably have to come down and, and check it out. But I'm like, I'm like, what yeah. is it? Like, I'm, I'm, I'm really- yeah, man. Yeah, yeah. No, so an event that I host, uh, I've been doing it for the past five to six years now. It's a very upscale, professional, trendsetter type of base. And it's actually a nightlife event. So we have two different parts. Mm-hmm. So we have the mix, which is like a daytime party. It's free of charge. And we have a Skyline Lounge. And the cool thing about, you know, the event that I host is that it's on a rooftop, right? And I'm pretty sure, you know, that's already intriguing. It's very enticing. Like, yo, you want a roof partying? Like, that's always, you know, the, the determining factor a lot of people, you know, become interested in. I mean, outside of that, though, it's just basically a place where a lot of professionals, again, celebrities, influencers come out, hang out, and just a uh, general good time, man. You know, very organic, very weird, great vibes. Food is great. You have catering. You have basically a panoramic view. Uh, it's nearly 360. It's 350 view. And we have an awesome view of downtown uh, Detroit skyline. You can look right over into Comerica Park, wow. you know, looking at the baseball game. We got fireworks going. But it's just a, an event to show mm-hmm. appreciation, you know, for all those who mm-hmm. show love and support throughout, you know, our careers, our life. And to bring together, you know, just to, and create a great atmosphere of people who want to succeed and see others succeed. So we definitely get you out there. So if you're ever in Detroit, you know, come holler. Man. Anybody yeah, tuning in, you know, anybody, <laughs> you know, in the area, even in Chicago, New York, that's pretty close, Ohio, wherever, just hit me up. You can follow me on Instagram and hit me up. I'm pretty sure Jay's going to hook everything up here. You know, anytime you guys want to come out, you want to come out, man, let me know. We'll definitely take care of you guys. We do host it within the summer. So from beginning of May until about the second, third week of September is usually when everything uh, goes on.
yeah, guys, that pretty much wraps it up. You can find DeAndre on at Instagram at yep at DeAndre underscore Evans. That's D A N D R E underscore E V A N S. Feel free to hit me up anytime, man. It's like that's like my home. I live there. Like <laughs> Instagram is the place to be. Like DM, I'll be quick. I'll be quick too. And I know Jake and the test. Mm-hmm. I'll try to do my best. Get back to everyone and anyone. So feel free to hit me up anytime. All right. And thank you, DeAndre, for coming on. I I know this has been almost a year in the making. So <laughs> Yeah, it's all good. It's all Thanks, good, man. man. My my pleasure, man. <laughs> Thanks for having me. I appreciate it. Yo, what's going on, gang? Tune back into the podcast really quick. I hope you all enjoy this interview here, especially considering the fact that it was flipped. Instead of me interviewing someone, I was getting interviewed. And uh, hopefully you guys like that format and that style. And, you know, just a way to go ahead and dive a little bit more into my story, how I got started, and just how I move, you know, throughout the game and how I actually, you know, pride myself on bringing value to as many people as possible. So, again, if you haven't already, feel free to subscribe. And if this is your first time checking out the episode, Please, please, please let me know what you thought. You can follow me again at DeAndre underscore Evans. That's D-A-N-D-R-E underscore E-V-A-N-S. And if you haven't already, definitely leave a review on iTunes. Uh, Let me know what you thought about the show. Let me know if this is something that you're interested in. If you want more of these type of interviews, Uh, I love the feedback. I love to connect with many of you as possible. And also, I'm not sure who needs to hear this, but I do have a podcast course out and available now so if you ever thought about starting a podcast but you don't know exactly where to get started how to get started what equipment to buy you know how to get guests on how to monetize how to scale how to grow i just want to let you know that i configured all of that into a nice compact course that is actually outlined properly to help you excel and get through the process a lot easier now i'm not the guy that's going to be hard selling you i'm not going to try to sell you extra fluff and be gimmicky and try to like bs you no this is a course that is very detailed this is a course that is worth thousands of dollars as far as information but i'm only giving it away to those who subscribe and tune into the podcast for only 97 bucks that's it 97 dollars one-time fee is all yours to get access to everything that i know about podcasting how i started how i became a top 20 how you can do the same exact thing start your own podcast and excel and build your brand and build relationships with celebrities influencers entrepreneurs as well and this is an opportunity you definitely want to take advantage of so again if you are thinking about starting a podcast definitely check this course out you don't want to miss it i will have all the details down below in the description so you guys can click on that or if you want, again, you can reach out to me on Instagram. I'm more than happy to connect, answer any of all of your questions that you have. Again, you can find me at DeAndre underscore Evans. That's D-A-N-D-R-E underscore E-V-A-N-S. And I can't wait to work with all of you. So with that being said, guys, much love, peace, and blessings.